You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. I am Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer, and I'm so grateful for everyone that has joined us tonight, either live or listening to the replay. And happy Sunday. Wild energy yet again. I look at the week as I sit down to get ready for the show every Sunday night, and and I kind of do a quick scan of the week and see what was the most dominant experience or energetic dynamic that seemed to show up. And it's interesting, this week, it was a very busy week, right? So not a lot of time to let the dust settle. And um, all good things, all wonderful ways of serving, lots of educational opportunities, and it was a good week. But do you find that when you stop moving, after you've been moving a lot, that it feels like you're not doing anything? When actually stopping and being is very rejuvenating and healing, right? I find that when I give myself that space, to just be, there is so much more of me to share with other people. So tonight, we're going to talk about healing energetically. What's your favorite tool? I have a lot of them, basically because I think of everything energetically. So all my tools are energy-oriented in some way, shape, or form, but you may have your favorites. So For those of you that are joining me on air in a little bit, think about what are your favorite tools that help you to stay in balance. They may be an essential oil. It may be an energy wellness tool. It may be an energetic medical device. It doesn't matter what it is. Whatever it is, 
a crystal, a stone. Tell me what it is that you love to do, maybe when you're meditating or whatever it is energetically that helps you to stay balanced and healthy and well. Because I I don't know, if you're anything like me, that's an integral part of my day-to-day life. I wake up in the morning, and the first thing I do is I put an energy wellness pendant on, a necklace um, or, or some type of tool that way. Um, these help to mitigate EMF, those electromagnetic frequencies that can be very disruptive to our energy systems. And our energy systems include our body. Our body is but one layer of this energy system that is us. You know, for over 25 years, I've been been dealing and serving through energy wellness modalities, techniques. And it has come to a point where I pretty much see everything from an energetic perspective. You don't need to be that way in order to benefit from the tools that are available to support you. So I start my morning with putting a pendant on. And as I come into uh, the main part of my house, I put on my diffuser with my essential oils. That's another energy frequency delivery tool. I use um, diffusers that are ultrasonic mist nebulizers or diffusers. So what they basically do is, You use either tap water or distilled water, depending upon the diffuser, and you add, you fill it to the fill line, you add uh, a few drops of whatever your favorite essential oil is. Always remember the core principle, less is more. More is not better when it comes to essential oil. So you start with maybe three or four drops, depending upon how large the room is that the diffuser is in. And you close it up, turn it on, and then look at that room. Two minutes later, walk back in and see whether the aroma is strong enough for you. And if it is, you leave it big. If it isn't, then you can add maybe one or two more drops and then do the same thing. Walk out of the room and then come back in again and see how the aroma is, is being um, diffused, how it feels to you. Because feeling is really the most important way to determine whether something is right for you or not. Whether it is, well, let, let me relanguage that. Whether it's for you or not. You know, I don't want to make it right or wrong. That we Then we get stuck back in duality and polarity and, and it doesn't matter us. So, there are some things that are helpful to us, and then there are other things that are not, you know. And so we do our best to be attentive to what feels right. You know, in this, in this new age of Aquarius, we, we've moved from the Piscean or Pisces, age of Pisces, into the age of Aquarius. And my astrological knowledge is, is very limited. You know, I kind of gather what pieces of the astrological puzzle and that science that speaks to me 
And, and that's about as far as I go with it. Too many details, not my favorite thing. But I do respect and admire astrologers and the way that they are able to be in that information, the scientific data, and, and in their own personal and unique ways, interpret it. So there are two really wonderful astrologers that if you're looking for one that I might recommend. One is Divine Harmony. Uh, Harmony is her real name. Divine Harmony is her astrological name. The other is Rosemary Palmer. Two really fabulous, fabulous astrologers. And, And the energy of coming into this new age of Aquarius, one of the most important shifts or transitions that we're being asked to make is two things, right? One is to go from that me, 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 I am the only person that matters viewpoint to the one that is all inclusive to the week, W-E, where the choices they make are in incorporating, taking into consideration the collective of humanity as well as Mother Earth, because we are inseparable. When we make decisions about ourselves, we must consider whether that decision will benefit Mother Earth as well. For she, we can't exist without her. And so we must, and I say this very emphatically, we must be of her because she can only take so much of our thoughtlessness, our abusiveness. And so our expressions of love for her are always going to be a reflection or a mirror of the love that we are showing for ourselves. So energy, energy, energy. Okay, two things. The Aquarian, I lost my train of thought. It happens sometimes. But we bring it back in, and we're grateful for re- showing up again, right? So we're talking about the age of Aquarius and, and the shift of consciousness from the me or the I to the we, taking into consideration the collective of humanity and Mother Earth. The second is to shift from a pure intellectual perspective, a way of being in our life experiences just from mind, ego, and personality and emotion to one where we literally feel into. The age of Aquarius is, is a feminine era for all of us. What that means is feelings matter. They are guideposts for us to be able to determine a path that will serve us or not. And I often find myself saying to clients, well, when they're asking for wisdom about something, how to make the best decision, sometimes as a reader, I don't always just say what the answer is that I'm receiving. Oftentimes, because I I choose to be empowering as I can, in this process of being a reader for people or a facilitator, a healer, or a coach. It depends on what hat we're wearing in that moment, depending upon the needs of the client. 
say to the client, feel into the experience. How does it feel? Sometimes people will say, well, you know, should I buy this? You know, should I buy a house? Should I do this house? This house is this house. What do you get on it? You know, what's your read on it? And, and under those circumstances, I will also say, imagine what it is. We'll use the example of a house purchase, right? Or a rental of an apartment house or a room even. It doesn't matter what it is. You're entering into a new living space. It could be personal or it could be a business space. And you, you feel into it by imagining in your mind's eye the house, the room, the apartment, the office, whatever it is. And you bring the image of that into your heart center. And with all of your senses, you basically connect into it through your heart. And if it feels comfortable, then that's information that you want to pay attention to. If it doesn't feel comfortable, that's also information that you want to pay attention to. You want to be aware in the moment of how it feels. So the age of Aquarius is less about intellect, but marrying the intellect and the intuition and allowing the heart consciousness, that intuitive knowing, to be the dominant lead, the dominant force that guides you. It will always guide you in the right way. Trust me on this. I have years of experience, and I have found that the more that I make my choices based on very present moment awareness and feeling into it and asking the question, does it serve my highest good? Not do I want it? Can I afford it? Is it really going to make me happy? It does it serve my highest good? Fill in the blank. So that only requires a yes or no. If you don't get an immediate response, and this is another energetic tool. It's called self-kinesiology. That's self-k-i-n-e-s-t-h-i-o-l-o-g-y. Self-kinesiology or muscle testing. But you can't do the, the classic um, kinesiology or muscle testing on yourself. Your arm elevated. So there are other forms of self-kinesiology. My favorite is the body sway technique, where you determine what your yes or no is. In short, basically, you stand comfortably uh, with your feet comfortably apart. Take a couple of uh, cleansing breaths so that you go neutral, kind of breathe into your heart center, out of it in neutral, and then ask the question to your body to show you yes and see how it moves. Does it move forward? Does it move backwards? Does it move to the right? Does it move to the left? But you don't want to hesitate. It's immediate movement or you're thinking about it too much. So then if that's the case, go back to the beginning. Feet comfortably apart in a standing position. Go neutral. Breathe into your heart center so you feel like you're in neutral, shall we say. And ask the question again to your body. Show me yes. Make a note. Do the same thing 
can't. Breathe into your heart center a couple of times. Go neutral. Ask the body. Show me no. So there's your yes and your no. And then anything else that you want to know, you ask of my highest good. That's essentially saying to God, divine creator, your spirit, is this choice that I'm asking about in alignment with my soul's purpose for being here? Because if it is, life flows. If it isn't, it doesn't. You want to go relaxed and easy, as the science of getting rich philosophy is. Or easy and relaxed. The more struggle, the harder it is, right? So we want things to be easy and relaxed. So does it serve my highest good? And only ask one ask question at a time. So if the question is, does it serve my highest good to go to Mary's house by limo with Joe, Sammy, and Susie, right? This Friday at 7 o'clock, break it down. First question you ask is, does it serve my highest good to go to the party? Because if you get a no, then you don't have to ask any other questions. And then you add one question after another until you're clear about what serves your highest good. And only your question so that it requires a yes or a no. Include does it serve my highest good and then yes or no. So self-kinesiology is another energy wellness tool. Essential oils, a wonderful energy wellness tool because they will balance our emotions. They help us to ground. They elevate us. They help us to balance different body systems on a cellular level. There is an endless therapeutic benefit to essential oils, right? My favorites are Young Living Essential Oils. I've worked with them for over 20 years. I can't imagine my life without them. So what are some other tools, right? There are two other tools. I mentioned the the energy wellness pendant, but technology is, is catching up and creating tools for those of us that have been doing energetic healing, working in the quantum field in our own unique and special way. People don't feel guided to learn how to do it, and it's, it's limited. And so what we have are tools like a Healy, H-E-A-L-Y. Healy is a medical device that is FDA approved for the management of pain, uh, chronic, acute, arthritic, as well as muscle soreness. I can't tell you how much fun I'm having with this tool. It is so powerful. And it's something that if you're interested in learning about any of the tools that we've talked about tonight, go hop on my website. I I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com, forward slash contact. Get some time to chat with me. I'm happy to share. I love sharing information that, that helps people to make conscious choices about their health and wellness. I really do. It brings me great joy. And so there are two other things that I wanted to mention, and then we will uh, go to the queue and, and have one of our uh, divine caller, uh, go ahead and ask their question. The one is, there is a wonderful 
um, money manifesting or wealth manifesting teacher. Her name is Tasha Chen. I mention her from time to time. She she created the Science Getting Rich Academy, and she's just so fabulous. And there is she offers these a few times a year, a money manifesting challenge that starts tomorrow. It goes for five days. And if you are interested in participating in this, there is no fee involved. It is a hoot. And it's a lot of fun. You get to learn really core principles of manifesting in a fun way. It's experiential. And so I invite you to, again, look at the show description tonight. There is a uh, bit.ly link. Uh, join the Money Attraction Challenge with Tasha Chen and just look into it and see if it speaks to you. You just have to register and, um, and follow the instructions. And it's at 12 o'clock every day this week. Wednesday night, there is a special bonus um, conversation of which I'm one of the presenters, and that's at 6 o'clock Wednesday night. So join the Money Attraction Challenge with Tasha Chen. And manifest more of your heart's desires, right? That would be a lot of fun, for sure. All right. So let's go ahead and take a break from sharing about energy healing. And let's speak with Kimberly from Tucker, Georgia. Good evening, Kimberly. Welcome. Thank you. Good evening. Evening. What can I do to be of service tonight what's going on with you well I am uh, looking to stay constant when it comes to inspiration and motivation to be more creative because I find when I'm more creative I'm I'm more in the flow instead of doing things that I I'm just doing to uh, let's just say I'm going through the motions to make money mm-hmm. um, Creative. Mm-hmm. The money manifesting change sounds like something you might be interested in participating in, for sure. Check it out if you're not familiar with it. But tell me, what exactly is your question, Kimberly? So exa- what my question is, is that I have a passion for writing when the passion is sparked. And then I'll go a month um, and not write and not be creative. And I want that to increase. So how do I stay motivated to write? That's my question. Ah, that's a good question. Okay. So um, is the motivation financial for writing? No. I, I, my motiv- I want to be creative. I, I hear not you. Want to be cre- I want to be creative. But I want to spark to happen, and then I stay in that creative mode, not necessarily the motivation is for money. No. I, I, I want to be creative and right. Okay. So the, the why is to be creative. To what end? Yes. To what end? What is the purpose I mean, of your... So- so creativity, to, to right? Hold on. What is the purpose of your creativity through your writing? What is it that you are choosing to accomplish besides just being creative? 
I've accomplished a a block of creativity that I could actually see that can inspire someone else. Okay. And who is it that you wish to inspire? Who are the people? Someone. Someone. Well, I I was told by Arthur that when you're writing, you write Mm -hmm. to um, yourself, to a person. So it's supposed to be an intimate conversation. So I can imagine that someone like that, uh, me who's going through uh, transformation when it comes to emotions and maturing through emotions and understanding who I am, mm-hmm. if that it's out and they read it, they can understand that. So when you think about it, Kimberly, there's two aspects to this. One is the, the joy of being creative, the passion to be creative, but it's also that that creativity has a focus. It is to serve others, to inspire others. The more clarity that you bring to why you are choosing to do something that for some reason you're not being consistently motivated for will help you be more motivated because then you keep reminding yourself on those days that you're not so inspired. Who is it that you are doing this writing to inspire? And I agree with you. A blog writing about things that are to inspire other people to be able to write from your own personal experience and with your own spin on it your own energy infused into it is a wonderful way to write. But the question isn't about how to write. The question is about being motivated, consistently motivated. And the more that you focus and define who you are serving and in what way are you serving them by inspiring them, what what beautiful needs do these people have that you want to inspire with your writing? And these are the things that you want to stay connected to in order to be able to be consistently inspired to do what you know you have a gift in doing. And you do. Your ability language in a story format is quite beautiful. You find the words that are easily able to be read, to be experienced, and inspire someone else. I feel that. That, That's not the question. The question is how to consistently do it. And the more that we take a look at what is it that's limiting us that that is influencing our ability to be consistent at something that we know in our hearts we're here to do is to go down to the core of it and find it for ourselves more with more specificity. Does that all make sense to you, Kimberly? One other tool that you might consider, and that's the whole point. Have you listened to the show before? Oh, yes. 
I use that okay. often in the, my, med- my meditations. Okay. And so what you can do with the Ho'oponopono is very specifically, this is the, the, the third application of the prayer when I teach it. This is the third application. And it's a proactive list. It's making a list of clearing statements for the issues um, in our life that we want to clear whatever the root cause is that's limiting us, that's causing the problem, the issue, or the challenge. And so what you can do is you can, you can start saying this statement to whatever memories are in me that are limiting my consistent motivation to write or to be creative through my writing on any and all level. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just I love you or just thank you repeatedly. And say it a couple times a day minimum or as often as you think about it or when you're having the experience of feeling unmotivated or blocked or whatever it is and what brings you joy, you can simply say whatever this is, I love you, 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 in the moment. And so every time you do this, you're initiating the clearing by God, divine creator of whatever the root cause is for the limitation. And so definitely focus on releasing this limitation because you have so much in you to come out. And your people need to hear from you in your unique special way that you express yourself in whatever it is that you are guided to share. And that's why I'm saying to you, if you are more specific about who you are serving with these writings, who are okay. you there to inspire, you will then have a picture of them and know that they're your people. They need to hear from you, not me, not Sally down the street. They're here for you because they're going to resonate with the way you language something. They're going to resonate with your energy because everything is energy, right? I and mean, you think about it, how many self-help or inspirational books or blogs do you think are out there? A few? Yeah? Yes. Yes, that makes sense. Thank you very much. You're very welcome, Kimberly. Good luck with it. Get back in touch. Let us know how you're doing, okay? I will. I will. Thank you. You're welcome, honey. Blessing. A blessing. Bye. All right. Bye now. All right. Thank you so much, Kimberly for that wonderful question, because that is applicable to all of us, right? For anyone who is in a desire to be in service with or to other people or to an organization, if you're finding that just being in service to your family, if you have a husband children or you have a wife and children or grandchildren and you know that you are you know that you have a service that you provide and you're not feeling it you're just not feeling motivated in 
uh, who is, what is his name? Hold on a second. I'm trying to remember. It's a hierarchy of values. I'm trying to remember the name of, of the doctor that created this, this list of a hierarchy of values. If I think of it, I, I'll share it, but I can't think of it right now. Oftentimes when we, when we really feel like we should, quote unquote, or we want, quote unquote, to do something, but we're not consistent in our motivation, right? It's low on our list of uh, values. You want to um, you want to lose weight because you know it's the healthier thing for you to do, and you can't play with your grandchildren or your children because of this excess weight, and your joints hurt, and you're short of breath, and all this stuff. But you're not feeling to do the thing that you need to do to lose the weight. And so it's down on the list of hierarchies of values that you have. So to bring it up to something more valuable on the list, bring it higher up on the list, you you have to link it to something that you value more. And so in this example, if you value being there for your children, for your grandchildren, then you link whatever it is that will promote your health and wellness to them because you value them more than your own health and wellness. And so your motivation is seeing their little faces or their grown-up faces. You know, we all are in different stages of life and we're always in service to our children, our grandchildren, our great nieces, our nephews, etc. As a guide, a mentor, a teacher, someone who's there to unconditionally love them to the greatest extent of our ability, right? And so we see their faces and we realize, okay, I can't be here and healthy unless I choose because then I can be here for them. So sometimes that's what we need because we're not motivated and for our own benefit to choose what we know will bring us to a greater sense of health and wellness. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just an observation that that can be a reason why we're not motivated and that's a solution to raise it up. Another example is a workaholic, right? They're they're working 80 hours a week and they have no time for a relationship to date, even go online and consider it, right? That they have a goal and that business goal is what they are um, committed to. But they really want to have a divine romantic relationship that they don't have the time for it. So the only way that they can create time and motivation to actually create this, to have a relationship, is to link it to their business. You know, what benefit of having a relationship will feed back into the business? That's not, um, in a way, it feels contrived, but it really isn't. It's more about understanding our nature as human beings and that, if we're having a challenge with motivation, 
we have to really look and see what is it that we're really doing? What is our goal? What are we choosing to accomplish that we're stopping ourselves? What's the fear? There's always a fear involved. Annoying sometimes, but that's the truth. You know? All right. So we have um, we have um, a very quiet queue tonight. So I'm going to just continue our conversation about healing energetically and what's your favorite tool. And we'll talk for just a few more minutes. And then if it stays quiet in the queue tonight, which some nights it's like that, thank goodness, not too often. But if it is, then we'll do our typical closing of the show, which is conscious heart meditation. And we'll call it a night and come back again next Sunday. But for right now, let's talk a little bit about energy healing or healing energetically. So there, there are many different forms of energetic healing. So many people have heard about Reiki, um, healing touch, Qigong, Tai Chi, so many wonderful modalities that, I mean, there's an endless list of them, really, that by working with them, we bring the person that we are more and more balanced. Acupuncture is one of my favorites, right? And acupuncture works with the meridians in the body, these energy rivers that flow through the body, transmitting energy from one energy center to another, feeding our organ systems, feeding our muscles, our bones, our tendons, our blood flow, our lymph system, etc. And so acupuncture is used of where they're putting needles, very, 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 very fine needles um, to the different acupressure points and stimulating the flow of energy. Now, people that are needle phobic, there are many ways of stimulating the acupressure point. One is uh, with shiatsu massage. Delightful. If you've never experienced it, gift yourself with a session. But that's really the focus of a shiatsu massage is to massage the different acupressure points to stimulate the flow of energy rather than using a needle. So people also use tuning forks to apply them in pairs to different acupressure points to um, stimulate the flow of energy between those points, and moving them throughout the do acupuncture without needles. Um, there is auricular acupuncture, which is just working with the energy, the acupressure points in the ear. And sometimes there are tools that you can use rather than needles that stimulate those, those spots. And what's lovely about it is that all of our organ system can be found in the ear, on our hands, on our feet. And so we can work with massage to stimulate the energy of these organ systems. Iridology is another type of um, um, way of assessing the body. We're really 
talking holistic approaches. Um, iridology is looking at the iris in the eye, that beautiful colored part of your eye. And all of the organ systems are represented in there as well. And a good iridologist will take an image of the eye and show it to you and then go through showing you what organ systems are congested, which ones are having a problem, where there is the potential or the presence of disease. And it's really uncannily accurate. I love having iridology. Um, used to love going uh, down to um, a city right near me. When my guy used to come in, the area, he used to come a couple of times a year and spend uh, about a week at a colleague and dear friend's home. And unfortunately, he transitioned to spirit. So it's been a while since I've had one. But you know, when, when one modality shifts, we, we seek out other ones that will work for us. And there are many different modalities available. He and healing touch, healing touch is one of my core modalities. <clears throat> and that works with the chakra system and different layers of the energy field that is you or is us. In, in channeling energy into them, working with the energy centers to bring the energy system into balance. Um, there is more touch involved prior to the pandemic with healing touch than with Reiki. Reiki adds the, the whole dimension of sacred symbology, sacred symbols that are infused into the energy field, all of it with the goal of promoting um, health, well-being, and balance. <clears throat> what else? My goodness, there are so many, so many. Um, and they're all escaping me in this moment. My I have to tell you, a very dear friend uh, has been teaching me about the Healy, H-E-A-L-Y. This is a tool that I feel is revolutionizing self-care. Because although it is FDA approved for specific pain, it promotes a sense of um, health, well-being, and balance throughout all the different aspects of who we are from that holistic uh, model, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, energetically. And, and I love that it has a program in it that I have available to me where I can do remote scans as well as remote transmissions of frequencies, of healing frequencies. This tool has over 144,000 frequencies that it works with that all promote health, balance, and well-being in this human in this human experience of being in the body. And there are over a hundred different programs that support so many different aspects of who we are as a human being, balancing organ systems, balancing um, emotions, balancing our sleep, balancing um, balancing our different organ systems, their functionality. There's just so much. There's even programs to enhance our ability to stay focused if we are studying, if we are a student, you know, and studying for something. 
age we are, we're always a student of something. So it's it's a most amazing tool, and it is considered a medical device. And so if this is something that interests you and you'd like more information about it, I'm just having so much joy in in sharing this with people. Uh, I love sharing anything that empowers people to create their own health and wellness. But I also love being a facilitator of healing and doing the healing as well, as well as doing uh, business coaching, um, business acceleration, getting people to stay motivated, understanding who they are in their relationship with themselves and what the different patterns that are limiting them are coming from and strategies to assist them in course, shall we say, right, so that they are consistently being successful and productive. Well, we have a caller in the queue. Hold on one second. We do not have a producer, whoever just called in, so please give me just a moment to bring you into the studio. Um, Consider what question you'd like to ask. Okay, hold on one second. All right, well, welcoming whoever is here from area code 916. Would you be kind enough to share with us your first name and where you call from? Yeah, my, my name is Ray, and I'm calling from California. Hi, Ray, and welcome to the show. I'm Eileen, and our producer is not here with us tonight, so I'm juggling technology and grateful that you're here with us. How can we be of service? Yeah, so I, this is my first time listening, first time calling in. Um, I, okay. So tell me if I'm doing this right. Um, I guess I was calling in for a reading, if you can help me out. I can. Um, I generally read in the Akashic Records. So this, these are question-driven readings. So if you want to take just a moment and consider, you don't have to worry about how you're languaging the question, just what's the issue or problem that you would like to receive wisdom about? Um, I was wondering if you can help me out with my career and what you see coming up for me. I'm just kind of frustrated. You know, I'm hoping to get something in the next few months in the, in my, in my career space that I'm passionate about. I just need guidance. Um, I've just submitted my resume 22 different times and I've been getting a bunch of, Hey, we're not, we're not looking. Thank good resume, but we're not looking right now. Okay. Talk to me, Ray. Um, I'm, I'm not the kind of, psychic that just sits there and and fuse, right? So it's more interactive. So tell me a little bit more about what you are passionate about and then I will take off from there. Yeah, so I'm what in do communications. You, what do you I, love to do? What do you love to do? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm in communications. I do PR and public affairs and my passion is politics. I like getting into politics and um I think I'm above average when it comes to local, state, and national politics. And um, people around me have said that you know I do have talent, but it's just mm-hmm. a matter of finding a place where it's not just volunteering. I do I do a lot of volunteer work. I've been appointed as vice chairs, you know, local groups, but they're non-paid. And uh, mm-hmm. I'd like to either get in with a politician or a public affairs group. Um, okay. But it's like I'm getting nowhere, and I just need I'm looking for guidance. Okay. All right. Breathe into your heart center for me, Ray. That's the energy center in the little chest. Just take a moment and breathe there. Take a nice gentle breath 
in and out of your heart center. It just helps me to with you. And we're just going to ask for any and all information I share with you that will help guide you for your career and communications desires in the power test. I want to say this when you're not going to like this. I know I'm setting you up, but you're not. Okay? Okay. Um, You may be really good at politics. I think the reason why the doors aren't opening is is because you have such a gentle heart that politics right now is not good for you. So I'm going to invite you to consider utilizing all these amazing gifts that you have in the areas of communication and public relations and focus on non-political pathways for now. There's something about the energy of politics that's not in sync with you. It's not that you wouldn't be good at it or that you're not good at it. That's not the issue here. It's more about what serves someone's highest food, and that's about what's your soul's purpose for being here. And there is something bigger than politics that's in your life path that is going to be helpful to millions of based on what service you're provided. So as much as you may not want to hear the part about politics, I want to say to you, there is greatness in your future. There's what I'm saying. What's in my future? Say that again. There is greatness in your future. There is greatness in acknowledgement, in success, in accomplishment that is in your future path. Right now, I see it as being in politics. Could I be wrong? Of course I could be wrong. However, that's my feeling, and I, and I feel very strongly about it, that there is, there is a path that will take you to being in incredible service that's going to help millions of people. I'm I'm, I don't know more than that for right now. So what I'm going to invite you to do, Ray, is this. Get very quiet. Get very still. Create opportunities to be. Maybe even start journaling what it is that comes to you during those quiet moments to see what your path is to look like. Because I really do feel strongly the reason why those doors aren't opening is because it's not the right direction. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I, I, I think the, I think my last thing that I would say is, you know, I, I mean, yeah, of course, politics is my favorite thing, but I've done other things like professional services and healthcare. Um, but I think just, I just want a job. You by chance I, see I like understand that. Three, like three, nine, ten months, or do you sense that? Um. Let me be with that for a moment. Akashic records are less about future because every decision that you make changes, potentially changes the timeline. So 
Let me just see what the feeling is that comes in for me. And I'll talk about the timeline of you being gainfully employed in something that you'll love. I don't think it's as long as you think it is if you redirect your focus. I want to say at the latest by June, but more likely before then. Hmm. But follow your heart. This is less about what your intellect is telling you. Follow your heart. And even though your heart's passion is politics, what's the next yeah. thing on the list? <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I've, have... I've done healthcare, and healthcare, healthcare is really fun. It is fun. But, you know, I'm so in tune to politics that that's, and I'm, you know, I'm in my local political groups, and I've considered running for office. People have asked me to run for office, but I said it's not the right time. And so, yeah. So do you hear yourself? It's not the right time. Right, right, Healthcare right, right. is always in need. Healthcare is always going to be there. So if you love doing that, then focus on that. Your gifts mm-hmm. are extraordinary, Ray. I can, I can feel into that, right? And I really do feel that you have an incredible career coming. So don't, don't give up on it. Don't give up on it yet. Okay. 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 Thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking my call. You're worthy and welcome. Keep it, keep it up in tune or in touch. Let us know how you're doing. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. You're Bye-bye welcome, now. Ray. Take good care. Blessing. All right. And you'll forgive me for the, for all those of you that are in the queue that we have not spoken to yet. Our producer is off this evening. So our next caller we're going to take is um, 111, probably in from Skype. Can you share with us what your first name is and where you're calling from? Yes, Arlene. Hi, it's uh, Lisa. Uh, it's been an year. I've not talked to you. Uh, okay. Where are you calling from, Lisa? Colorado. Okay. Wonderful. All right. Talk to me. Happy to be of service. Yes, yes. Uh, I, uh, I know you helped me before uh, clearing, uh, and I, I and I like for you to see. Excuse me, of course, free will. I need some help, clarification on the relationship because this is important to me. Okay. Um, this is this is a, a nice. She's a nice gentleman, um, and um, there was a um, there was a lady very negative that kind of middle uh, between us, uh, older older woman in your seventy. And um, uh, anyway, I did talk to him, and uh, 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 anyway, I, I guess I'd like to see if it is possible to, to uh, if, it, if there's some form still communication coming later on in the future from him because we had a strong bounding. We had a strong connection. Mm-hmm. It, it was just communi- communicating, um, fresh feelings a lot. And, um, I don't know the other, the, the older lady. Um, and I know that she, she's negative. She, she does stuff dealing with, um, uh, she's basically a witch mm. with working with the dead. She didn't mm-hmm. like that I that I, but I I can see it in her. I mean, uh, uh, so is, yeah, I'm, what, I'm I'm hearing. Yeah, you, go Lisa. ahead. I'm hearing you. This is what I want to say you, to you. Thank you. Any relationship that in their beginning 
are a challenge, taking a second look at as to whether they really serve our highest Relationships that are difficult in the beginning are going to be consistently difficult. What do you choose for yourself in terms of divine romantic relationships? Do you choose mutual, loving, caring, or hard work? No, life can be challenging enough. This is this is not an easy flowing relationship. Just so I'm going to invite you to consider that. What you choose to do is totally up to you, but it does not feel like it's right for you from my perspective and how I'm feeling into this. Does that make sense to you, Lisa? Um, yes, yes, it, it makes sense, Bob. But he became upset because this woman said lies, and um, it, it wasn't like it wasn't like that. And I have I have communicated, mm-hmm. and I, I he is very he is very religious, so I, I'm mm-hmm. thinking it was just going to take some time for him because he had so much interest. I, I still have faith. I hear you, and it's up to you what you want to do. Asking what my what my feeling is about it to offer clarity to you, right? There, there is something about this relationship that is not serving your highest good, and my best suggestion is to walk away from it. But I don't get to make that choice. You do. This is your life. This is your relationship. Whatever it is, I trust and know whatever you choose to do will serve you because every experience we create is an opportunity for learning. But remember that the learning is to remember how to be in loving presence with ourselves first, to make loving choices for ourselves first. I invite you to ask the question. Get quiet and ask the question, Lisa. Does it serve my highest good to pursue this relationship? If you get a yes and it's immediate and consistent with however you ask the question, then you follow your heart. But if you consistently get a no, not an intellectual no, an intuitive no, then follow that. Okay, does that make sense to you? Oh, yes, yes. I think I really appreciate for for the clarity. That is very true. All right, sweetie. Well, would, good luck with that. We're grateful that you called in tonight. Thank you so much. And oh, thank I, you. Thank you. You're welcome, honey. You're welcome, honey. Surrounded with love. Blessings. That's beautiful. Thank right. you. You're welcome. Okay, we have just the top of the air. But we have one more caller. So we're going to bring on the air. Um, let me just hold on one second. We're going to bring on to the air whoever is calling from area code 434. Could you share with us your first name and where you're calling from? 
My name's Khalil, and I'm calling from Charlottesville, Virginia. All right. Well, good evening, Khalil. Is this your first time calling, or have you called in before? I don't really remember. I may have, okay. but I don't really remember. Okay. So, so what's if on I, your mind if I ask, Well, see, um, I don't know if I've talked to you, but um, if I've if I've asked you this question, forgive me, and I'll ask something else. But um, don't worry about I it. I was at. Don't, just speak what's in your heart, Khalil. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Well, I was at a presidential rally. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the uh, people that was I was next to had on like um like a Jordans and a red jacket. And um, it turns out they were undercover police officer, and they mm-hmm. basically were really they were really compassionate with me. And I was a little nervous because I've had people burn me before, make up things and stuff like that. And um, turns out um, she was an undercover fed. And um, I was wondering if she, if she's, if she's all right, or if like she is um, not what her name is, but if she's all right and if she is still helping people and stuff. When um, if she still help people like save lives and stuff like that, and if she's okay, or if I'll run into her again. Okay. Interesting question, isn't it? Yep. Hmm. She was at the Obama rally. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. So we're just asking on behalf of Khalil, um, whatever information we can bring in about the federal agent that he had a conversation with there. Yeah. And... um, what information is available about her? Give me a moment to tap into that. What I have um, about her is that she is unique. She's what? Sorry, my phone's breaking up. No, it's okay. She is a unique presence in the system she works for. Were you able to hear that? Uh, no, sorry about that. I, I might have to put it on speaker. That's um, well, Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready now. Okay. So she is a unique presence in that position, meaning as a federal agent, she is a unique presence in that industry, in that profession. Were you able to hear me say it that time? Yeah. What I mean by that is, and this is something that I am very grateful for, there are more and more people choosing to come into the, the um, what is that industry? What do you call um the police, the federal agencies, these types of um, these types of service industries. Um, there are more and more people, both men and women, that are choosing to participate in these positions that are more heart-centered. And it's something that we really need because these types of these types of organizations, our law enforcement, thank you. God, I could not think of the word. Law enforcement, politics, the law, 
health care, you name it, a need for the energy of love to dominate these systems in order to serve humanity worldwide. This woman is one of these people. And it feels very much like she will experience a great deal of career success and an impact wherever she goes in a good way. So this was an interesting connection. I'm grateful that your experience with her was a positive one. She's okay. And I feel that she has a great career path in front of her and is going to serve well a lot of people. Make sense? Yeah, it does. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Khalil, for calling in and and for asking that question. I wish you a blessed evening and join us again. We're here every Sunday night. Okay? All right. Thank you. You're welcome, Khalil. All right. Uh, you know what? We'll take one more caller. Um, nope, actually, that call does not have. Okay. So we are complete for tonight then. I don't see anyone in the queue who has pressed one on their phone to ask a question that they want to ask a question. If, if the one person that I'm looking at there, if you want to ask a question, just press one on your phone. If not, We are going to thank you for calling in, and we're going to bring our show to completion because it's after the hour. All right. So I want to thank all of our callers who joined us tonight and for those of you that are listening live and listening on the replay. We have been talking about healing energetically and what's your favorite tool tonight here on with Eileen Gottlieb, the heart healer. Um, Oh, I do want to mention, in case you are not familiar with it, we are still um, in this month of February. You know, I am the heart healer. I have been offering 28 days of expanding love in a telegram group. If you would like to join us, it's a go at your own pace. You can join us um, for this last week and move through each of the different posts and recordings and heart assessments and YouTube videos. There's lots of interesting experiential um, opportunity, and it's all about connecting of love. Everything from self-love to family love to um, um, we're going to love of children, which is Coming up this week, we start that tonight, and it's a wonderful experience. So if you'd like to join me, join Telegram and look for the, because I don't have the, the link with me, or send me a message, I'll send you the link, or follow me on Facebook, Instagram. They are both posted, um, posted on both social media platforms or on LinkedIn. If you look for any of my social media platforms. There are posts on 28 Days of Expanding Love. You are welcome to join me. All right. We love to complete our call connection, and I'd love to dedicate this 
back to our producer, RJ, again tonight, because he's going through some stuff, and we want to just envelop him with some love to help him move through his personal uh, challenges right now. Uh, we miss him here on the show, and we honor him and love him dearly. So take a moment now, as long as you're not driving or operating heavy machinery, right? Uncross your ankles and knees, relax your belly muscles, and breathe. Go ahead and breathe into your heart center and out of your heart center. As you breathe in, focus only on your heart center. As if your breath is going into the heart center, all the way to the back of your chest and coming out the front of the heart center. Deeply connecting to the love that you are. And as you do, know that as you breathe into and out of your heart center, there is a beautiful wave of love light that emanates on you. It finds in all directions a gift of love to everyone in its path and everything. So let's picture RJ, however his presence comes to you, and surround him with love. You don't need to know what he looks like. That's the intention that you choose to envelop RJ with love to support him during the time. And what we know is that this love light expands to all directions from us. And so let's direct some down to Mother Earth. And it very quickly goes to the center of the Earth. And as it does, it then expands in all directions, filling Mother Earth. A gift of love to her for all she does to support us. And a gift of love to all who dwell within her presence. And it keeps expanding through to the surface of the earth. A gift of love to all who dwell upon her with us. And it keeps going and expanding through our atmosphere out into the universe, back to the beginning of all that is. What I like to refer to as the one. What we know is what we send out comes back to us multiplied, which is so important that we are conscious of our words, our thoughts, and our feelings, and the actions that we take. And so as we've gifted out beautiful love, so love comes back to us, multiplied. So just imagine that love light even more, more brilliant, more glorious, and breathe it in. As it blends with the love that you are, your conscious connection to what is already there. So your soul asks is pure divine love. 
for sharing a little bit of time with us tonight. We're here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. Join us next Sunday. Come with a question or just come and listen, whatever feels good to you. Between now and next Sunday, enjoy your moment and know that you are blessed. Blessings of much love and gratitude and good night, everybody. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, Your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.